Your guru is live with how to help clients that are underwater in their home. Good morning. Welcome to Real Estate Daily with your guru. And we're talking today about underwater homes. Now, let me define this real quick because we don't talk about it right now a whole lot in the seller's market because in the seller's market, as the hottest market we've seen for sellers in over 30 years, maybe in recorded history, it, it depends in your, in your area, but homes that are underwater are those homes that there is more owing on the home than what they can sell the home for. And yes, it still happens even in the hottest market that we've ever had. Right now in a seller's market, you can still have a home underwater. And as this market begins to turn around, we're going to see more and more underwater homes. And we're going to talk about how you can bail your client out and become the hero in this relationship with underwater homes right after this. So Ron, what does it mean? Seven minutes to a new career. Well, in seven minutes, we can have a cup of coffee. We can talk career goals and how we're going to help you make the biggest career move in your life. That's right. There's a lot of things that Mountain Hood Realty has to offer, and Rod is a ball of energy. I love the career, and I want to share with you my passion for building your business bigger than you ever thought it could be. Come spend seven minutes with us. We look forward to it. Talk to you soon. So your guru is back and he's talking about helping underwater clients. And the first thing is keeping things positive. Wow. It's so difficult to keep things positive when the home is underwater. Now there's two ways to be underwater. There's the classic way, which is your home. You, you own more on your home than the value the home actually is. So for example, you owe $450,000 on a home, but the home is only valued and can only have a market sale of about four twenty-five dollars or $400,000, something less. That's underwater. Now, there's another way to be underwater, and that is the monthly payment itself is so high that the, that the homeowner can't do it. And maybe there's been changes. There's been all kinds of problems. We're going to take that apart. So... First, the first thing you got to remember is you've got to keep things positive. This is a stressful time. You're probably swooping in at a point in time that the client is already overwhelmingly stressed. This isn't their first go around on this. They've been talking about this for months. Maybe they've been talking about it for two or three years. Who knows? But you've got to keep things positive and show them that there are possible options of where they can take this in the relationship with you and their home and what's going on with the underwater problem all right let's take a second here let's let's sip our coffee gives you a, a moment to hit that like button please hit the like button this morning i love it when you do send me a comment hit the subscribe button Open up the Guru Members Only events, and I'm going to sip my coffee. Okay. How can you help the client? In an underwater situation, how can you help the client? 
Well, there are actual ways you can help the client. First thing is you can do research. This is what you're licensed in doing is a comparative market analysis. Is the home actually underwater? Is it actually undervalued? If that's the problem, that it's undervalued, you want to make sure that it actually is undervalued. Maybe the market has risen enough that you can sell the thing and have them come out okay. It's possible. So I went into homes and people say, well, I just owe too much. I can't sell. I have to wait. I'm in trouble on this home. Things have happened. I took out a second mortgage. We remodeled the kitchen. And I thought that that by remodeling the kitchen, that the home value would just skyrocket and we would just make a mint on this thing. And now I'm being told that that, that value is not enough. Well, you need to run a fresh market analysis, a comparative market analysis so you can be certain where the home is. I mean, we are in the hottest market we've had possibly in recorded history, certainly in over 30 years. If you can ever sell this home for enough, it's going to be now. But you got to know this. We're heading as the market slowly turns around over the next two, three years. You're in this for a long-term career. You're not in this just to have your career come and go quickly. You're in this for a long-term career. This is a skill we need to start talking about. This is a skill you need to have on your belt so you can whip it out and say, whoa, let's take a look at here what, what's actually going on. Are you at, first, first question always is, is, are you actually underwater? And you'll know that by doing the research. Pull up the actual comparative market analysis. This is not about someone saying, well, I owe 450, so I have to have 500. That, clients will say that. But the reality is you have to pull up the CMA and see what is it actually worth. And you can take a look at a high end. That's okay if you think the home is worth a high end. But be real about it. Is the home, do you think the home is ever going to sell for that much? And if there's a huge disparity, well, now you've got a problem. So one thing you want to know is, how did you get here? What happened? What happened to the home? And can you make it where they're losing less can you make it where they're going to lose less money? Let's say the home is actually underwater. Can you make it where they're going to lose less money? Well, that I mean, that can be certainly a goal. But also understanding what happened to get them to this situation so, you, so that you can be the savior in the situation and say, well, let's do an analysis of what actually happened. So people come in. They buy a home. And they're in it for a while. And they say, I want a new kitchen. I want new appliances. I want a new roof. And they start doing some of these things that don't add actual value to the home. They had a functioning kitchen. It was aging a little bit. But remodeling the kitchen will rarely. And here's your guru going out on a limb here, but not very far. It will rarely add a lot of value to the home. It'll add what we call desirability. 
and desirability does not actually go to literal value. It just means that more people will come in your home and say, wow, that is really cool. I like that. I like those built-in appliances. I like the cabinetry you put in. Well, would you be willing to pay an extra $40,000 for this? Well, no, I wouldn't pay an extra $40,000 for it, but I think it's a cool thing. Well, cool. It's kind of that desire thing where people say, wow, I really like it. And they may choose your house over another one, but they're not going to pay more for it. And if you took out a $50,000 loan to remodel your kitchen, now bear with me here. Stick with me. This is tough because I'll tell you, a $50,000 loan to, to remodel a kitchen is not a lot nowadays. Remodeling the kitchen can be north of that substantially depending on your kitchen and what you're putting into it and what you're replacing. Kitchens are expensive, and it's something that people have a lot of love because they spend a lot of time in it. But that doesn't mean someone else is going to come in and say, oh, well, you have granite countertops now instead of Formica. Are they going to pay a lot more for the granite? They may pay something more for it, but mostly it's going to be they're going to like it. And liking does not always go over towards love of payment. Converse this, this changes out. Converse this over with. You added square footage to the home with another bathroom. You had one bathroom, now you have two bathrooms. And you didn't just convert something in the home to it. You actually added onto the home. You permitted it and it's legal. This usually adds actual value to the home. You have more square footage. You have another asset in the home. You added a bedroom maybe. These kind of things actually add value to the home. Anyway, let's, let's, not, let's not go down that path very far. Let me get another sip of coffee. So let me back up to losing less and saving the credit of your client. Is it possible to save the credit of your client when the home is underwater? Is that somewhere we can go with this? Well, we can certainly try. The first thing you're going to have to do is start talking to the lender, talking to your people, and finding out what is actually going on with the payments, what's happening with with, with the loan, what kind of loans do we have? You need to start pulling the data. Do we have a first, a second, and a third? What do we actually have on this home? Now, remember, we're talking a lot of stress. We're talking a lot of stress, and you're trying to reduce stress. So don't be critical that people have, you know, three loans on their home. They have a first, they have a second, they have a third. It does happen. I've even seen people with a fourth. It happens. But you're trying to reduce stress. You're not trying to swoop in and say, you are a fool for doing this. That's not going to gain you a client. Because remember, this client can be buying things in the future. And this client knows people. And you want to be referred to build your business larger than ever before. So reducing their stress the best way that you possibly can. This is how you're going to help win the game. So 
asking the right questions. This is difficult because this is where you want to sit down and you want to tell people, look, nobody's demonizing anybody. You may even want to tell them a story of other clients or things that you went through personally in your life so you can break down the barriers so they're not feeling so much like that they're the one out there on the limb. Break down the barriers and allow them to express what's happening. Ask the right questions about what happened in the home and what's going Because right now, remember, we're in a seller's market. If they can't sell it for enough right now, well, they're going to be stuck with this for quite a while. Because we're in a hot market that everything's being bid up. Well, nearly everything's being bid up. And if they can't sell for enough right now, that means their home is truly underwater. And it's going to have to be paid down or renegotiated. And that is huge. So who else is on the title? You know, who else is on the loan? Are the... Do you have everybody sitting in the room that is at risk? Or are there others that are on the loan? So you're going to want to go and pull a trio. You're going to want to find out from the title company who all is on this loan. Let's make sure that we have the right people in the room to have the candid discussion, the open candid discussion of what's going on. Because people will add others to the loan just to get into something. So they have the credit worthiness, they have the income, and that can change the picture in a lot of ways. Because now we have a diversified risk pool. There's more people taking the risk out on the loan that's out there. And maybe together they can help pay this thing down and get somebody out and into a better situation, into a better home that you can go help them. You can help them out of this one and into a better one. And you will have sold a home and helped them purchase a home. That's terrific. That's earning the respect of your client. That's showing your credibility, your skills, and earning trust. Huge. Absolutely huge. People you do this for will not forget you. This kind of trust is not forgotten. You will have a client for years to come, possibly the rest of your career, because people remember when somebody helped them bail out of an extremely stressful situation, particularly a financial stressful situation. They will remember this. This isn't something that they just put off and, <coughs> excuse me, and go on down the road. Let me get a sip of coffee this morning, clear my throat. All right. So understanding who all is at risk on this loan? And who may be able to bring some cash in to help pay this thing down? So you want to know how far, this is why you're doing the CMA. How far underwater is the home? How far off are we? Can the home be refinanced and give a lower payment? If it's a payment problem, can it simply be refinanced so people can wait it out longer? 
if it's not truly underwater, as far as the value, you very well may be able to get them over to a lender to refinance. Remember, you're building relationships. And you might say, well, I don't get any money by a refinance. You are building a relationship that's going to give you money in the future. And you're in this business to help people. That's what we do. We help people. We are professionals. We understand the industry. You may need to run CMAs to help the situation of a refi. I understand you're not getting money for this probably. You're fighting for a client for the future. And that's what you want to be doing in these situations. And of course, their friends, the referrals, you're going to be talked about in such a positive way. You're going to want to get statements that you can post because they're going to love you for this. Okay. So what was the cause? You want to take a look at the cause of the distressment? What is the cause of the depth of, of where this property has, has dipped into. Maybe the property itself needs some severe remodel. You know, maybe it needs a repair that is causing the property to be down so far. Can you roll that into a sale and have somebody else care for it? Can you, you know, do a for sell it with a repair addendum? Sell it with something that allows them to do like a, a 403B, I believe it is, product that allows them to repair the home. Maybe it's a roof and the roof now is in such bad repair, it's put the home underwater. You can have individual situations that put the home into great distress. You can have a foundation in one corner that now is crumbling because of many conditions that come about. Maybe you need to have a company like Terra Firma come in and give you a bid as to what is it going to take to shore this up. Or a foundation expert come in and find out what is it going to take to repair this so that the distressed part of the home is taken care of, and now maybe the home is shored up and not underwater. People don't like to buy homes that have severe functional problems like foundations and roofs because the lender itself, the lender themselves do not want to lend to them. I'm trying to build your business larger than ever before. And to do that, we have to know how to take on clients of all types. And these kind of clients, mark my words, we used to have a ton of them. And now we're in a seller's market. So we don't have so many of this type of client anymore. But they're coming back. One moment while I get another sip of coffee. There are many things that can actually cause a problem with the home, particularly if it's making the payment. And it's not the actual value of the home. But mind you, these are both significant underwater problems. So divorce. Divorce can have a separation of income, and all of a sudden the person cannot 
afford to stay in the home long enough to have a sale that will result in them profiting on the home, even though maybe they won the home on a divorce. But now they don't have the, have the income to keep up with it to, to withstand it. Maybe there was a death in the family. That's absolutely a possibility, a death in the family. There can be many other aspects, like the person has lost a job. I know right now with jobs everywhere, companies begging us to come to work. It can still happen where the person is in between employments. They don't have their perfect job again, and they're in between and now it's caused a distress for them. Just because you have a person that is going from this job to this job doesn't mean they're not financeable to go to another home. This is a common misunderstanding. For example, you have a nurse or an electrician that has a job here, and now they're going to be a nurse or electrician over here. These jobs often in many programs can be tacked together and the income, excuse me, and the income spread out and the, in, and the source of work time pulled together as into one bandwidth, as if they had no separation of work. We had a person that had many jobs coming out of the fracking industry. And all of a sudden, they were able to put together multiple jobs because it was all really the same thing. Even though they went from one employer to another, it was the nature of what was happening in their industry. So this is where the conversation you're having with the client has to be deep. You're going deep with the conversation. You've got to know the story. So that you can reach into your tool belt, your toolkit, and actually pull out something that may save the day for them. All right. Is it temporary? You've got to have that. You've got to ask that question. Is the dip in income temporary? Maybe they're in a neighborhood that simply isn't doing well at the moment, even in this hot market. Maybe they're in a neighborhood that simply has dipped momentarily for a few months or a year. There can be reasons for it because of construction. There can be things going on in the environment that is halting people from looking at this neighborhood as strongly as they should be. If it's temporary, you need to be pulling the comps and you need to be understanding, drive around the neighborhood and find out what is going on. <coughs> Remember, you're trying to save the day so that you can build your business through referral business. And at the same time, you are helping someone. You are helping a client, you're helping what will become a friend, you're helping someone that will absolutely become part of your long-term business. And that is amazing. That will make you not only feel good, but it's the right thing for us to be doing in this business as, as real estate professionals. Okay. Is there a default letter? 
This is something you've got to know. You've got to know even to ask it. And a lot of people don't know to even ask. You want to ask the client, do you have a default letter from the, from the lender? Are they coming after you currently? Because you don't want to say, you know, I pulled a CMA. Your home's not so bad. We had one of these not, not very long ago. Rare piece of property. And I said, wow, the home's actually worth more, more than what you think. I think we can sell this. And we started talking. And I said, do you have, a, have you received anything from the lender, a default letter? Oh, yeah, we have one. I look at the letter and we have like 35 days and they're coming after the home. I had to contact the lender, tell them we can get a sale on this. They extended the time for us in order to get a sale. And that's what you want to be doing. But you've got to know to ask. Is there a default letter that will allow for a period of time? And do you need to contact them to have this period of time extended? Now, I'm not saying they're going to extend it. They may not extend it. But you want to know this up front because people tend to wait until the – because they want to, they think they can do it themselves. And sometimes they can, but not always. So you need to know – what are the timelines? That default letter will give you a timeline. What are the timelines that you need to be aware of and you need to list them out? If there are foreclosures coming, you need to know it. And what is the cause of the foreclosure? That is, is it a lender foreclosure or is it a tax foreclosure? These are different kinds of things, but both of them will put them out of owning the home and being able to capitalize on the asset. So if there are taxes that are due, often you can go out to about three years without paying your taxes. I know it's a long time. Depending on your state and what's going on, you have to know your state rules, what's happening. Sometimes you just need to stay ahead of it and keep it out of tax default. You may need to call for your owners and say, look, I'm representing these people. What do we need to do to keep this out of tax default? They're keeping up with their payments. Not all payments are pity. Principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. Not all, not all lenders take care of the taxes for you. You know, it's common nowadays to have the, the whole pity thing where you make your one payment and it includes the principal and the interest. And I guarantee you it'll be principal and interest if it's anything because they're going to take their interest for sure. Taxes and insurance are different. Not every lender takes the taxes and insurance. In fact, you can negotiate with your lender to take care of the taxes yourself, particularly if you walked in paying a bunch down for the property initially. That doesn't mean you didn't take out other loans on the property, but initially, maybe you paid enough down and they said, oh, you can take care of the taxes yourself and the insurance yourself. And now you haven't been paying, they haven't been paying their taxes and they're finding themselves in a tax default well, you need to find out the dates that will keep that home safe and allowable for sale. Now, the taxes will have to be caught up. Ultimately, you got to catch up on taxes. But if you want to keep the home for sale, you're going to have to find out 
where to go and what the timeline is for those taxes. All right, so making a plan is your final thing. You've got to make a plan. It's a timeline, it's a plan, what's going on? But you have to have that conversation. Remember the open conversation. You have to have the conversation about, is there a default letter? Is there a default taxes? Uh, what is the problem with home? What got us here? Are there other loans on this property? Is it an income problem? Are there other owners that can take part of the risk of the property? This is a serious conversation that will gain the trust of your client because it's going to showcase that you understand the business and you know what's going on and you can help save the underwater home homeowner and you can help save them and make them money in the future and eventually put them into another home. This is Real Estate Daily. I'm your real estate guru, where we help build your business larger than ever imagined. We have a course on our Kickstarter right down here you can go to. Go check out our course. Always 100% money back guarantee on all of our products as we help you build your business larger than ever imagined. I will see you tomorrow.